Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Hi Bertie. Hi Paul, how's things this week, alright? Yeah, good, yeah, good, good couple of days, good couple of days today, so a uh, great weekend and uh, yeah, good fun, yourself? Aye, doing alright, doing alright. Uh, think about the the midweek games, start off with the midweek games, would you think? Yeah, go for it, yeah. Obviously Celtic, 5-0 win up at Dundee, I thought uh, Celtic were excellent, played really, really well, um, but... I mean, I know I said a couple of weeks ago that I thought uh, Jim McIntyre would turn it round, but I think Dundee are Dundee are in dire straits. They really are. They were absolutely rotten. Their their uh, their ability to send in mad challenges is just unbelievable, isn't it? They're just a reckless team. I mean, as, as we, I think we've said that a few times, somebody's going to get a really bad injury when they play against Celtic and it's one of these ones where I think the referees are just like that oh, they're getting beat 5 nothing, you know or they're getting beat they're getting hammered so we'll just let that one slide but some of them I mean it's like leg breakers what I mean Kieran Tierney every week gets an absolute doing yeah and there's nothing said do you know what I mean what was it somebody said somebody said I thought Tierney would be more professional than that is a guy absolutely halved him and then carried on he was injured for a bit aye and Tierney's going bananas and I'm like too right like it's just a shocking challenge I know you know it's an abs- it's, it's unbelievable and then Tierney I mean, you can see why Tierney loses a rag the guy's nearly broke his leg and then Darna D just slid in and took Forrest out I mean that's just ridiculous I don't think he got a, did he get a booking for that did he you just sort of uh, just, just no, I don't. I see the thing is, I don't think he actually did. No, it was just pure reckless Ronnie, and then that's it. He's in the Aye. I mean, what? What? I don't understand. I, like, I know your chat about Jim McIntyre and all that carry on, but they were better off leaving Neil McCann there because that team is woeful, absolutely yeah, it's, woeful. It's terrible. Look, see, see the thing is, seen paper too. They've actually got some pretty decent players. But you can't let Tom Rogic just get like a touch then a second touch the stadium Ach, I know I know it was a great goal it was a great finish but he should never be allowed that time to do that as you say I mean all he's got I, I watched it is it did you see the thing in Twitter the Tom Rogic with the Oasis stuff aye he is absolutely amazing oh he's out of this world he really is also as well like again the big sort of chat and podcasts and the 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 radio and for year for the, a couple of months was it the poor Celtic transfer window, yeah. But actually now that Rodrik is playing really well and Benkovic, you know what I mean. And Edward now is becoming like he's unplayable at the moment. You know, yeah. it's suddenly the transfer window. I don't know, but uh, the definitely you could watch him all day, couldn't you? He's oh, Tom Rodrik, oh, he's he's just out of this world. He really is. He's brilliant. Also, as well, the change in the team. The, the team's changing. I looked at last year. Last year, the fourth of the fourth of November, we beat uh, St Johnston four nothing. Tierney mm-hmm. Beata, Tierney Beata, Neil Beaton, Lustig, Armstrong, Brown, Sinclair, McGregor, Forrest, the three up front with Dumbelli. And the yeah. team that the team now has changed. You know, a couple of positions Aye. here and there. Are we stronger? But certainly. The football we're playing just now is is lovely. It's absolutely oh, it's, lovely. It's great. 
And what you've got, you've got basically if you're midfield, your midfield which completely, well, I was going to say it's completely changed, it's not completely changed, but you've got Tom Rogic, you've got Ryan Christie, and you've got uh, Callum McGregor. Callum McGregor sitting a wee bit deeper the past uh, three or four games, and he's absolutely brilliant in there. He's so, he, he gets so much to the ball. Like, I always thought to myself that McGregor disappeared from games or wasn't involved as much, but now in that position, he is involved in everything, and he, he's... He's stepping up 10, 20 more yards. He seems to be passing the ball forward quicker. And he's just full of energy. It's, it's lovely to watch. Guys, and the, another thing I was going to say was, I mean, what do you do? What do you do with Scott Brown? Well, does Brown come back into the team? Or does he, does he just sit on the bench? I don't know. But the thing is, like, look at the way the team, the teams, the injuries that we've had. I mean, look at even... The question, the question would be that you just have to pick the best team. But I mean, uh, Kwasi then he's injured, he's out. After Kwasi's him. injured long term, yeah. And that, and then Daniel, is it Arzani, who I was off Arzani the seat. Really, really good. I was off the seat. I I, I sneaked up. Uh, I, I don't know. It was Halloween, wasn't it? So it was Halloween night. Aye. Joshua had been sneaking in Halloween treats the whole night. You know, you know that way we boys just do it. I, I was never getting to sleep, so I sneaked up, jumped in the, double, uh, the bunk bed with him down the bottom while watching the game. And I was like, Joshua, this is brilliant. And just watch him play like that cross ball to Tierney. Oh. Aye. Like a, there's a very, very uh, distinct type of play he was playing. He wasn't sitting on the wings as well, he was coming in. Aye, he's coming inside, yeah. But that, that final ball in is a hard thing to do for wingers or that type of player because we've seen lots of players that can't do it. He's, got a, mm-hmm. he's a good player but a poor final ball when he hits that final ball in it's beautiful and I was thinking this is brilliant and then suddenly boom Die takes an injury ACL I think he's out for the season he's out for the rest yeah. of the season I think Aye. It's a bit disappointing Kowasi as well that so is. anyway go back to your point about Scott Brownie you just have to find his way back into the team and he will do because there's too many games so it's just there is Aye, there's too many games too many games, but definitely McGregor's making a he's making a strong play for that position now. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I don't know who who do you leave out? Do you leave out? You can't leave out Ryan Christie either. Ryan Christie's playing brilliant as well. He's playing like an absolute demon. Yeah. Also, as well, I, I don't. I, I've never really followed that that train of thought. Like, uh, where's this came from? Like, he was a mainstay of Aberdeen. I mean, Aberdeen okay are a level below us, but certainly he's plied his trade. He's done his apprenticeship. I don't understand this. Like is Ryan Christie good enough? He's he's a good football player playing in a good team, and he's only going to get better. And that's it. Yeah, that that's it. If it's with Celtic this year, or next year he goes somewhere else. He's a Scottish football player that's only going to get better. He just has to make the right choice with Celtic or somebody else. But certainly, I like watching him play. Oh, he's brilliant. I, I love watching him. I'm really glad he's he's starting to get a few games in the first team now, and he's really showing what he can do. And that's that, that was that's against Hearts. That's three goals in the last three games, is it? Yep, yep. He scored against his Hearts the semi. Scored against Hearts yesterday, and he scored against Thingley. Dundee, we pass in the back. Dundee, yeah, nice and easy. So he's definitely, and it's just, that's what we're looking. That's the team with Sinclair and different players with Celtic now. And what about Morgan? Did Morgan take an injury or Lewis Morgan? Missed. Lewis Morgan came on yesterday, right? Um, and he took a bit of a heavy, a heavy tackle again. I mean, it's just 
it's one of these. Uh, I, I can't remember actually. I think it was a guy. Is it Haining? Hanning? Haining? Hanning, yeah. I. It's just absolutely nailed him. Yeah. I don't think again. I don't think it was a booking. It was just one of these ones where the referee just sort of blows up for the foul, but he's lying with his leg kind of hanging off. Sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, but there's Thanks nothing said. Aye. He's a he, he looks to me like a good football player. I, I, I try and keep it when he's on the pitch. I, I try and keep an eye on him because he, he's sort of like a right Celtic type of player, black hair. So you can miss him. Aye. But he seems to be. He knows his own football game. And he, he takes responsibility on. And I quite like that. He doesn't seem to be overawed. Aye. Uh, he just gets tore in. Gets tore yep. in. So fingers crossed because we we need this sort of rotation of players coming good. Like we need a Sinclair to come good last weekend. We need a Ryan Christie to get a bit of form because these are the game, these are the players that will rip us away into December with really good results, you know. I uh-huh. just, I just like to see it transfer into a European platform, but that's a different question for oh, later that's on. It. That's so we've done the brutality, and then uh, we had and then we had we had Rangers, the Rangers drawn one each with Kilmarnock. Yeah, and Aberdeen now began. And the Wednesday night as well. Aberdeen, Aberdeen now began to pick up. Yeah, well. they begin so, to play well as well. So and but Rangers Morelis scores it just it's a it's a it's a Morelis scores but it's a it's a it's a deflection, deflection isn't it? Yeah, a right dirty deflection as well. Aye. And then the boy did you did you see the Kilmarnock go? Is it uh, Stuart? Yeah, I can't remember lovely. the boy's first name, it's a cracking finish. Greg, Greg Stewart. Yeah, and Greg Stewart, that's it, yeah. But he does that, he does a funny thing, he does that with both his hands. In front, uh-huh. in front of the players like I'm going to do something and then just left foot right over the keeper Aye. Brown great but, finish so then I think the league's beginning to change in terms of Aberdeen are beginning to start moving a wee bit they, they had a good week they had a good week they won today again they've won and Kilmarnock's a bogey team against them so uh, and uh, the greatest team in the world Hearts are beginning to, to falter through Strange bookings and McLean. What about that McLean stuff, eh? Oh, I know. It's all funny. He's 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 absolutely rotten as well. I don't know. Was that that was the guy he signed from St Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's a big Hearts he's, fan. He's like thirty-five or something. He likes he likes doing doing that sort of stuff to twenty-year-old lads. <laughs> it's all it's all fun and games. I mean, aye, that's it. It's all fun and games. Oh, just strange, strange behaviour. Uh, just why not just play football and play against us and stuff like that? But anyway, that's all a bit strange. And then the last thing about the Hearts things was that the the, the seventeen year old granny. Like before we talk, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about Lennon as well. But we'll talk about so this this Scotland the seventeen year old granny gets hit with a bottle of, a bottle of something and you see the video of the boy. He was trying. He was trying to throw. It was try to throw the bottle at a Celtic supporters bus or something yeah, like that, yeah, was it? Yeah. So that that's the that's the sort of clarity of the story is that he throws a bottle and it hits a seventy year old woman, which is terrible. Like on yeah. the cheek. And she's also a Hearts fan, so it's a it's a woman you've hit one of her own. And Aye. that's that's the story, right? So that that's an acceptable story. But was there not another story in that, that video as well? Was there not <laughs> Was there not something else going on there that a Celtic supporters club bus with working men in it couldn't get out getting absolutely tanned? Aye, getting bottles thrown at it and all sorts of abuse. Yeah, like I'm, I'm looking at it going, 
why is that not a story? No, obviously not. Oh, obviously not. No, it's, it's the granny getting hit with the bottle. But and, and then we move on to uh, Neil Lennon as well, and just like, aye. Oh, it's just, it's just it. absolutely shocking. But the most, the most shocking thing, I know it's, it's kind of getting some serious stuff, but the most shocking thing I think is, is the comments. I mean, I know it's, it's probably been, it's been well broadcasted in the media, but. It's Gary Caldwell. I mean, his first comment on the radio, I don't know if you've heard it, but yeah, Gary Caldwell's first, his first comment is he brings it on himself. But that, this, is a, this is a thing, but to, 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 to remember is he's got to engage his brain at that time. He, he just, Neil Lennon's my best friend. I love him. I love him a bit. I love him a bit. I love him a bit. You're like, Gary, while he's saying it, he should just start to reverse out and just say, right, I know, and yeah. See, the thing is, you're, you're, you can actually hear him saying it. Mm-hmm. See, when he starts, I, I really like Neil Lennon. I've got great time for him. He's one of my best pals. I spent four or five years at Celtic. Well, when you're like Gary, don't see it. Yeah. Don't see it, Gary. Just just get a buy. Don't see it. And then, ah, he brings it on himself. He just brings it all on himself. And you're like, oh my god. There's no need to see it either. Like he's he's a. I mean, the most boring interview in the world when he took over the the party. Uh, the party crystal job. Then suddenly he's in that stadium for no reason to commentate in a game. You get somebody lying in the, the pitch, we hit with a coin, and he's like, Well, don't want to split hairs about it, he's my best mate, but what's he doing? Like, ugh, just nonsense, absolute nonsense. I know. And then you've got all the police guys, the police, the head of the, the Scottish police yeah. coming out saying coming out saying that uh, Lennon could have caused the riot yeah that, that, that's who that guy was yeah aye STV the head of the Scottish police mm-hmm. saying that Lennon, Lennon could have caused a riot with his antics I mean I've never heard as much nonsense in all my life but it, as it gets you really it just get it gets the like it gets you I'm not too sure about something inside so strong mind you as a song but anyway I'm not too sure about that but the, the fact is that <laughs> it, it makes you really really annoyed like your blood boiling, Neil Lennon. Like Neil Lennon using the word racism again. We've we talked to this before. Like it's totally spot on. There's ra- yep. there's a racist there's a racist culture in Scotland. That's it. That that's just what it is. You know what I mean? He just calls it what it was. And then for Caldwell even to bring it down that sort of path, even mm-hmm. bring that into it, it brings goading the word goading uh, used and stuff like that. You're like. He just told him to sit down. Like if a grown Aye. a grown man can't deal with the fact that Neil Lennon's telling him to sit down, then that's his problem, not Neil Lennon's. No, Lennon, exactly. It's not Neil Lennon's problem. And then this Irish Catholic stuff and Jim Duffy, like Jim Duffy, sort of going over eggshells with it. No, well that's him. I've not walked in his shoes. I've not, or whatever he said. And I'm just like, but but that's what it is. It's not. That's like, exactly what it is. Yeah. Th- there's no need to. Paint other try, pictures, or I try dress up as something else. That's what it is. It's been the same for 18, 16 years. It's been with other people. It's been with other people in different walks of life. That's what it is. If you yep, don't, if you don't, you just accept it. But Lennon's, I uh, think Lennon talks very well. His agent talked really well as well. Uh, yeah. And I just hope he doesn't give up. I hope that he continues to do well with Hibs he maybe, maybe will be a Celtic manager one day but, but certainly from our, my point of view uh, it sort of gets the blood boiling because like that's the thing like maybe in another country a, a bus getting attacked 
would be a different story, but it wasn't really a story. That that was just a sort of move on from it. I think there was Orange Walks today, was there again? And Aye. looking through different. Look at it. Look at uh, maybe not. Maybe obviously, maybe I don't really know what went on. But the if you look at the, it's probably a smaller scale. But you look at the Manchester City and Liverpool semi final. Was it the semi final of the Champions League last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When the the Man, the Man City bus get, get attacked. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was all over the place. Trying to stop the game and stuff and like that. Get, Aye, then you've got a Celtic supporters bus getting attacked and the story is that the grand gets hit with a bottle. I know, which was, it was a story, but it just wasn't the entire story. Aye. And then and then the other thing as well about this East Coast, West Coast stuff, uh, like it, it, Celtic Rangers games, it happens, but like, did you watch some of the, twi- the, the, the Twitter videos? The Hearts and Hibs game, it was absolutely wild. Ah, it's mental. But then, absolutely mental. But the other thing as well is the other, the other thing as well is like so you've got a football player, a grown man grabbing another guy's ghoulies on Sunday. We've yep. got WWE world champion Alan McGregor sticking an elbow on Sunday. So yeah. so why is it right you get a, a football fan punching a, punching a goalkeeper, goalkeeper and you're like, well, 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 what I mean, like, okay, so what's the diff? What is there different a different world of different violences? Is there a different level of What's expected for people to people to con, conduct themselves in public? What, what's what's the line? Is there is there different yeah. lines for football players? I don't know. It's just, I, it's just it, it's, the thing is, it should be gladiatorial. It should be high pressure. But then again, like this throwing things from the stands and stuff like that. Like it happened at Livingston a couple of years ago. Remember Celtic Celtic went to Ibrox and it was like half of Dixon's was thrown in the pitch. But nothing was said. I know. Batteries. And, <laughs> I know. Nothing said. Walkmans. <laughs> I know. That, that wasn't the story, but nobody's talking about it. It was uh, Lee Griffiths tied his scarf to the, and that was the story. Aye, Lee Griffiths. The post. And like you're sitting there, like there's like all these double A batteries lying on the pitch. <laughs> and then of course, obviously, Morelos gets hit by a coin or thrown a coin at him. Aye. Here's a question. But, oh, go, but, but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about Morelis, right? Now Morelis scores the goal. Now I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not condoning anything. I'm not condoning throwing coins on the part. It shouldn't happen. There's there's absolutely no way it should happen. Mm-hmm. But Morelis, Morelis scores the goal in front of the Rangers fans. Yeah. And then turns and runs to the St Mirren fans. Yeah. And slides down on his knees in front of the St Mirren fans. <laughs> Why is what's the need for that? Morelis, Alfredo Morelis. I'm not sure, but but I had one of these uh, sort of meaningful conversations with myself, which happens quite a lot. Would you like Morelos if he was a Celtic player? No, no, not with that. I had one no, of those deep, deep and meaningful ten minutes, and I was like, no. There are yeah. Rangers players that I would have liked. I mean, obviously, my love for Kinija, but Morelos, no. I no. definitely not Morelos. Not at all. Uh, but then you had, then you had the the Rangers. Uh, financial results as well. They were out strangely uh, 10, 12 minutes into the, the game. <laughs> I don't know if there was, a, there was maybe a bit of a, 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 a strategic release of the Rangers results just so that nobody kind of sees them and everybody sort of glosses over the top of them. Yeah, Neil McCann, uh, sorry, Fergus McCann's uh, financial expert was in the paper saying this isn't good. And, and it was in the Daily Record, which is strange. He's like, this isn't good. 
you can't continue to post losses. And lots of people I've listened to, they're just saying that this isn't this isn't good. But Dave thinks it's good, so we're all we're all happy. Dave, Dave's yep, Dave's Dave's all over it. Dave thinks it's great. It's been a positive year. Dave said apparently. Yeah. Uh, they continue to move forward from a, a dire starting position. But I mean, he's been there for the, the four dire, years. That's it. He's been there for four years. Mm. So the dire starting position is all his doing. But that affects the roof. It wasn't, and what the, that affects the roof. There's no problems with the roof. There's no Aye, issues with the roof. Problems, yeah. They still had yeah. to pump money into the roof. That that training so, ground must be beautiful because they're pumping money in that training ground. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing about the training ground, right? The training ground is now called the Hummel Training Centre. All right, Hummel. The Hummel Training Centre. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking. I think those the, those financial results are to the thirtieth of June. I think. So I don't know if they, that takes into account the new deal, the kit deal with Hummel, or the the, the, the renaming of the Murray Park or Auchinhowie as, as the the Hummel Training Centre, yeah. or reaching the group stages. I don't think that's. I mean, obviously that might bring in some money, but it's it's still going to be fourteen million pounds worth anyway, is it? No, but they'll, they'll continue to be. They'll continue to go on a strong curve. But then, uh, yeah, well, uh, Dave says that. I mean. They've managed to normalise the financial affairs to the extent that they no longer face questions about their financial strength and they can go and deal with for other financial institutions and all the rest of it. Yep. Now, so, well, I suppose every every cloud got a silver lining, Dave. Every day is another share issue. Yeah. Oh, they're they're oh. some team, aren't they? And Robertson's... I, I love the Stuart Robertson interview because he's interviewed by Rangers TV... But every question, yep. every question that he got, it was if he was throwing a curveball, it was a surprise question. That's right. Aye, <laughs> He's that's like, right. oh, he took a moment, a pause. You've just given me a tough one there. And you're like, <laughs> we we all know this has been uh, rehearsed, totally scripted, aye. scripted. I loved it. I loved it. We turned back a substantial offer for a fiddle Aye, I'll he fiddle said that. Like, Okay. He did say that, yeah, we turned yeah. down on a, a substantial offer. Because we want to make sure that the playing team... But the transfer budget's not going to be affected. I'd love Celtic to go out and just make a make a splash, early doors, like a good four or five million. Oh. And just go, OK, going to be a bit splash here. And then they be like, whoa. I know. But uh, Gerrard's all over the place, isn't he? He doesn't know if it's a good team or a bad thing. Ah, he doesn't know whether his players are performing or they're not performing or the players he brought in he'll just bring more in and off I, I can he's sit, all over the place I can sit here and protect him all night and take the blame if that's what they want me to do then I will but they're Rangers players they're the ones that got to go out and deliver and they didn't so he doesn't he takes the blame but he's like blaming them as well aye we'll all take the blame together but at some at some point they have to take responsibility okay aye so I don't know, I don't understand his sort of mythology or his method of uh, for definite, you can't well, hopefully you go out and buy another 14, 15 players Christmas time, that'd be fantastic Aye That'd be, su- that'd be superb, wouldn't it? But, I mean, what I don't get is what I, I don't get is if, if he's been out and spent if, if you believe everything that's in the press he's been out and spent about £12 million on players in the summer Yeah, and they're at this moment in time, they've done they've done well in Europe, but they're no anywhere, they're no further forward than what they were at this point last season. 
Yeah. Yeah. Pedro was there. Yeah, Pedro. But I, I tried to watch their game on Saturday and I fell asleep. I couldn't watch it. It was rotten. I, I managed to. I managed to see most of it, but really, I mean, it was St. Mirren are awful. St. Mirren are really, really, really bad. I mean, I think it's going. It's going to be between them and Dundee who go down this season because the two of them are absolutely woeful. But I'll tell you, I didn't think Rangers were much better, to be honest. Yeah, well, like, I, I, like Celtic now are moving, but Rangers did well this weekend. I mean, they got their, they got their win, so that's fine. It, it was a strange goal, Candias's goal and Morelos' goal should have been saved, as you said in the car yesterday. So yeah, but Celtic now are just moving into a different level. This happens yeah, to Celtic. I mean, it, it, it happens to Celtic quite a lot. Like if you think back, remember Dundee United are a good team, and you end up playing Dundee United a couple, three times or four times in a trot. Remember, we just totally burst our bubble last year. That's right. Last year it was the same in Mullerwell. Remember, Mullerwell were going great guns, and Celtic played them a couple of more times and just burst our bubble. And now, uh-huh. now the Jamie Tarts. Aye, Hearts have been playing really well, and twice, two games, eight goals. Boom. Take it, take that, and then all of a sudden, Celtic won on uh, Saturday. Yeah. And Hearts, Hearts, Celtic are at uh, sorry Sunday. Celtic are at Livingston on Sunday, and Hearts have got a, a Hearts play Kilmarnock. Yeah, and Kelly don't usually drop two games, you know that way. Aye. And so uh, Livingston will be getting Hearts to... drops if Hearts if Hearts drop something, Celtic go top, and Celtic win. Celtic go top yeah. with a game in hand. Yeah, that's great. It's fantastic, you know what I mean? Aye. But, uh, but uh, I think the game at the weekend was Celtic, Celtic again were excellent. Ryan Christie, excellent. He just took Hearts apart. Edward, Edward's really coming into himself as well, isn't he? He's he's playing and, and Tierney as well is beginning to get a lot more room on the left-hand side, which is, which is just helping think, the team. I think Sinclair helps with that as well. I think Sinclair occupies a, a man. That was like the first year the two of them played together. Yeah, it was brilliant. And uh, the, the Invincible season. It just gives uh, Tierney a bit more space, I think, Sinclair. Yeah, it's And it. uh, it's just that the two of them, the two of them play really well together, I think. Well, the, 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 the fact of the matter is that the goals are coming again from different players, different angles. Uh if Dembele was playing as well as Eduardo, we'd be going bananas, you know? So yeah. it, he looks very, very calm and assured. And that goal, that goal from the outside, the sort of left-hand side of the, the, the penalty box, he floats in. He scores that goal quite regularly. So did Dembele as well. It, it seems like a favourite for them. And this, this other thing I've just... I love I loved strikers that do this. The last defender doesn't track the run. He straight in. Uh, Van Nistelrooy used to do it a lot. The cross comes in, Van Nistelrooy used to nip in front, put the ball in the back of the net. It's a really difficult skill That's to right. do. But if you know how to hit that cross and you've got a guy willing to hit that that angle, it's unplayable. You can't Aye. defend against it. And Van Nistelrooy used to score goals. And Eduardo scored that goal now a couple of times. I scored it against the same against the Dean Wednesday night, and yep. then he scored like it basically well, not the same goal, but similar goal. Similar goal, you know, and you've you've got wing players. They can hit that. That's why the Zani thing's really, really annoying. Because he hit that pass. He drove that pass in. I don't think Eduardo was on the pitch. 
think he was off the pitch then. And he, ah, he was off. That type of player just eats that every single. It's just amazing. Great football. It's hard to do that cross, but stri- I just I love strikers doing that. Love it. Aye, brilliant. Absolutely hearts. brilliant. So that's Hearts. Hearts. Uh, could we do title challenge. Could be on the ropes. We had. Uh, I, I took my daughter to. Uh, to a party this morning, really good party in Dublin. And I had to pick up Charlie, a wee boy called Charlie, with his lovely haircut. He was walking and sitting in the car. He's what we did. And all I could think about is looking after Jojo. Oh, Charlie! <laughs> hey, Charlie! <laughs> the boys go, but I tell them. You're uh, you're uh, I was looking at it this morning. Yeah, do you remember this one? Yeah, bada bada. Where are we? Where are we going? Head into Happy Town. And what happens in Happy Town? Happy things happen in Happy Town. Jojo. <laughs> hey. I, lo- I love it, I love it. His dad just says, Yabba dabba do. And then he's just like, Where are we? Heading to Happy Town. What happens in Happy Town? Happy things happen in Happy Town. <laughs> and my daughter's like, Daddy, stop talking in your Scottish accent to Charlie. And I'm like, Oi, Charlie, wee man, Charlie, hey, Charlie, hey, Charlie. And the car, he was loving it. The wee boy was loving it. He was bouncing. You know, he's got his party, his, his haircut, and he was like, his cool clothes. And I was giving him big Charlie. But, uh, look, so we did look after Jojo, didn't we? We did look after Hearts. Ah, we did that. Uh... And, uh, but I mean, I doubt we did. We should have got Mikey, Mikey Dahl never told us he was at the game. So I'd love to have Mikey Dahl on tonight. He, he kept that quiet because he was, he was. I yeah. couldn't really. Get, I could get it in a stream and it click clicked off. But Mikey Dahl was getting great pictures, and I'd like to like to hear his views in the game. But but certainly, the, the Celtic thing now is uh, is is bubbling along nicely. But at this time last year, we get beat seven one off PSG. Yeah, and Leipzig are doing very well. They've got a game against Bayern Leverkusen the weekend, so they can stick up a, a, a good team on. They've got like a draw and a couple of wins. They're, your man Timo's come out and said some stuff in the press already. They, if they come at Celtic Park and give us a doing, then that's um, they can relax and concentrate on their league. We that's can't, right. we can't lose seven one this weekend, this week. We cannot. No. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know whether he would change it or not. I don't know whether. What do you do? Do you change it? I don't know whether Malumbu he was saying at the weekend might be coming back into the squad. But what do you do then? Do you, do you change it? Do you take maybe Christie out and play Malumbu and Callum McGregor with Tom Rogic in front of them, or do you just leave things the way they are at the minute? And, and can I go for it? See then. Okay. So there's also Rogers saying that we have to get we have to get realistic in our position in in Europe, but. We have to have one game that we go for it. Like we don't, we don't. Sorry, we don't. Need, in my brain, I'm saying to myself, we could really go and give a, a team a game. But you can't, you can't come out the first game and say, "Oh, don't worry, we'll take care of the business at home." That means to me, we've got to go and take care of business, and we can't yeah. take care of business defending because we can't do it. So yeah, you're right. We have to go and play them, and why not just play the team that's been playing well? Or, or, or I mean, the defenders is. I mean, Benkovic, Adger, Boata, those players can play. We we can we, we don't have Henry now, so we've got a bit more emphasis. Lustig, just stop doing things with cross balls. Sort that well, out. That, that's another one. Another area where you could maybe look at, do you play Lustig at right back or do you play Boyata and Benkovic in the middle 
at centre half and play uh, Ayer at right back. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did. He did struggle that game, but remember, but but certainly from my point of view, something has to change because we lose the same goal all the time, and then we lose the second goal all the time. Then when somebody gets sent off, we have to change that. We have to have a Man City performance. Yeah, you know? definitely. Especially when our players are on song. Aye, and we've got a game against, playing well. And the game against Livingston could be a, you know what I mean, we could, we've got different teams to play, but certainly from my point of view, but again, look, I don't, you just don't know, you just do not know. Well, you do know, because things happen with regularity with Celtic. But we've always had one good performance in Europe, and surely this this Thursday should be a good chance. It's got to be it. There's still tickets for sale and things like that, isn't there? So it just shows there is, you. aye. So hopefully this Thursday's it. But another thing I was going to speak to you about, Paul, was I'd, I'd heard the, the the BBC podcast again on, on Thursday night. Road trip. Um, it was it was the, the they all go on the road. Yeah. And uh, this this time they were in the Highlands. They were in Inverness. What do you think of your man Curry? I don't really like him. I yeah, think I he's very very like cheesy. Him. Yeah. He's very very cheesy. I want to be cheesy indeed. <laughs> <laughs> hey Charlie, hey Charlie! <laughs> but they had they had like John Robertson, Scott McDonald, Billy Dodds, and the I can't I forgive me I can't, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah. The assistant manager, I think, it is a Ross County Cantwell or something like that, something like that. And uh, and uh, I don't know why they continue to do this. They they, they do it every time they're on the road. It's like they, you hear you hear a, like a, a training session. Mm-hmm. In the background, we're just going out. We'll, we'll, we'll go out there now, and then it's like Scott McDonald. Scott McDonald, come on, come on, just a wee touch, just touch. We not not with left foot. Oh, great, great finish. Hi, Scott, what are you doing here? Oh, just some passing drills, you know, just a few passing drills. Get things moving. Get the ball. Get the get the everybody getting a touch of the ball. And you're like, this is just no for radio. <laughs> it's just pointless. Absolute yeah. pointless. Hey, Billy it. Dodds. Ah, we're just, we're just, uh, we're just uh, doing a wee dribble, th- dribble round the cones there. Get everybody moving. Keep everybody sharp. But you're like, Billy, this, this is just no working. <laughs> it's just no working. It's absolute <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Do you think so? It's sponsored by Scottish Tourism or something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I mean, it's absolute nonsense. And, uh, and then you had John Robertson. You had John Robertson telling everybody how good a place the Highlands is. Yeah, he started. He started telling them all that he got a suntan. Like no chance. Absolutely <laughs> <I mean, that's laughs> no <laughs> chance. <laughs> also, as well, which for me it was like unScottish, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not that Scottish as much anymore was the introductions at the start. And today we have John Robertson, everybody starts clapping. And then it's uh-huh. Scott McDonald, everybody starts clapping. You're like, what? Is this, a, is this an ego trip? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I know. What's going on? And then, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, it's great. It's really good that all the rest of it. It's good that they do all that kind of stuff when they go around the grounds and around all the schools and ask them all the questions. But see the questions that they ask them? They're absolutely rubbish, man. You'd think they would put the... All right, you would think, let them ask the questions. Let the Waynes ask all the uh, sort of questions. But see if you're putting it out on the radio, you're putting it out as a podcast. You're not putting the decent questions on it. Yeah, no. 
I mean, there was a woman that, that I think the woman's question was yeah. the, the woman's yeah. question was, do you ever feel pressure as a manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? And the thing is, John Robertson and Billy Dodds are kind of the same person. Aye, both they of are, them, both of them in the same place. It doesn't really go well. They sound like each other. No. Oh, do you hear John Robertson aye. as well? I left before all the, all the incidents. So he didn't, aye, he, he didn't, like, aye, he didn't, didn't want to put hearts under the bus. So he, he, he didn't see anything. So he couldn't really comment aye. on it. You're like, aye. you didn't see it. You, you, you didn't, everybody in Scotland watched the new Lennon thing. Like, you you didn't bother watching it for the full day. So he couldn't comment on it. So he didn't want to, he didn't want to, he didn't want did you see the guy? I can't remember who it was. There was a Hearts player. It was a young lad that had come on and they played in the game and they interviewed him after the game. Did you see that? No, no, no. Oh, they interviewed him after the game and they said, uh, what did you think about what happened to the Zlamal, the goalkeeper? Mm-hmm. Oh, shocking. Shocking. Terrible. This, that, I mean, the guy's only trying to do his job and he walks over and he gets punched in the face but uh, the fans and all the rest of it. Terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. And obviously... Uh, the, the, the the guy that's doing the interview says to him, obviously the uh, unpleasant scenes with Neil Lennon getting hit with a coin. No, 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 never, never seen that happen. No, no, I didn't, I didn't see that. Uh, obviously, I didn't, I didn't quite catch that. But the goalkeeper was terrible. I mean, getting punched in the face. But no, but, I never, I never, I've never seen Neil Lennon. But that's the thing is, well. what? But that thing, the thing in the program, they're like players, football players are just doing their job. They're just going out and doing their job. They're good. And you're like two linesmen. Linesmen get hit as well. Like we don't. Aye. You know, they want the jail for them and I stuff know. like that. But okay, I understand all that. But two linesmen get hit as well. I know. And then <laughs> back to the back to the on the on the road uh, BBC podcast. I love it. Do you listen to it twice? Honest to God. And the, the, one of the wee guys asked a question. I can't remember what the, what the wee guy's name was, but it was something like, uh, who, who do, "How does it feel like to score against DC Milan?" So they asked, so they asked Billy Dodds. Billy Dodds. <laughs> and I must have fast forwarded that because I, don't, I just questioned. How many, how many times have you scored against DC Milan, Billy? Name Billy Sutton. Ah, well, I haven't really know. It's Scott McDonald's. I kill myself <laughs> laughing. Scott McDonald. Yeah, like, what is going on, man? <laughs> but they left them in. Get it together. And then your man Curry the next day was he was he was tired. He was like, I'm really tired from my trip from Inverness. <laughs> <laughs> He's tripped out from Inverness. Can't know his words wrong in the radio. <laughs> and your man Lewis was on the same like the, both of them are guys BBC guys but they were both on and uh, Jim Duffy and oh, the Falkirk manager were on aye uh, Peter Houston so basically they're in that studio on the Friday night and they brought two guys in that say the same thing even to the point they're like what's the, what's the game going to be this Rangers score 2 nothing, and then it goes to Peter Houston he's like Oh, I wrote that down before Jim Duffy <laughs> said that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, so what would what do we have? Is that I wrote two nothing. Jim, there it is. There, I wrote two nothing down before Jim Duffy said that. So next, next score, right? Hearts, Celtic, uh, three nothing. Oh, I wrote that down as well. <laughs> like, what? Why are we not having a difference opinion here? I know. I, mean? I know. Oh. And then the, the, the guy, Lee, is it Liam McLeod? Liam McLeod That's had all it, his so facts. Yeah, yeah. Liam McLeod had all his facts. 
at his fingertips and they're like, ah, I'll give you that one for free. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he does. Liam McLeod, honestly, it made me feel like sort of Liam McLeod doesn't like using the same phrase. What was the phrase he used? He used, oh, like I was using it all day and I forgot it. He was using it, uh, oh, it wasn't, it was hit their straps. Hit their straps, that's oh, what he said, yeah, hit their straps. He doesn't like Celtic using it. Celtic are now hitting their straps. So I was using it all day yesterday. I was using, hey, Charlie, hey, Charlie today, but <laughs> yesterday everything was hitting their straps. But he's so professional. He's so professional. I'm to my wife. Hit my straps today, Rachel. She's like, you're off your head. I went, honestly, I went outside yesterday. I'm 41. I just, at 10 minutes, Rachel goes for a run in the morning. So I just, I just was like, I need to get this before she goes for a run. Mum and dad were over. So I just walked it with black trainers on and white socks. I mean, <laughs> and then Rachel was like, you're a disgrace. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm hitting my straps. I mean, but, uh, but he doesn't say the same thing twice. He won't He won't use the same terminology twice. Aye. And I was like, that's magic. That's top Aye. class, top class broadcasting, isn't it? That is, yeah. And somebody else, somebody else that hit their straps today was, uh, was Chris Boyd. I don't know if you've seen so the, the Kamarnock Aberdeen. Chris play? Boyd scored scored the penalty. Scored the penalty. Right. right, he put Kamala one nothing up. Okay, and then he ran because I, I, obviously there's a bit of bad blood between him and Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and he, he ran to the fans doing the big, uh, big massive belly gesture and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And he done it for ages and ages. Just stood there and kept on doing it, and then started doing the kind of Fortnite dance kind of thing. Right, the wee loser but he puts a wee L above his forehead and all that kind of remember uh, thing we done it. Uh, Griezmann done it after he scored the goal in the World Cup. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then so Chris Boyd, Chris Boyd does it. Right. <laughs> I, I honestly, I felt nearly fell off my chair. <laughs> like Chris Boyd, you're just a total embarrassment, <laughs> an absolute embarrassment. Honestly, God, if you get it, Paul, you oh, need to watch it. Have a look. Have a look. You need to watch it. It's hilarious. But Chris Boyd knows. Is a spot in the camp? Chris Boyd knows. No, spot in the camp. No, no, I know. I just know you can just tell. You can just tell. And then since Chris, since that statement, Celtic scored twenty three goals in four games. I know. It just blew everybody apart. And the Celtic, see the Celtic, that Celtic TV stuff, that Celtic TV behind the goals at Murrayfield's brilliant. But know what's really good about it? They all come together and congratulate each other. I mean, it's like really pally wally shit. I mean. Aye, aye, I'm, aye. I'm dying to in that group. I, I want it. I, I mean, I want to be part of that group. It looks so much fun. Yeah, playing for Celtic. It does. Aye, it looks great. Chris Commons wore it a does. Chris Commons wore a baseball cap in the studio again. I mean, I mean, what's I mean, going yeah. on? Why? <laughs> Why? Why is he doing that? Chris is a trendsetter. Oh, a, a baseball cap. Chris is a trendsetter. I never told no. you. That. And he goes, yeah. How do you know? How do you know? I'm not sitting here with my baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, be sitting here with my baseball cap on and my headset. I got, I got no pair of slippers. I'm wearing my new pair of slippers, Barry. Had <laughs> 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 a Willie Miller dream. I never told you last week. Did I had a, I had a, honestly, I had a Willie Miller dream yesterday, a couple of days ago. Where Willie Miller had his full head of hair and he scored a back heel against Rangers and he came to, he came to camera and I was just jumping up and down. I was so happy. And then the kids woke us up. I was like, oh, come on. 
And then I had a Brendan Rogers dream the week before. Me and Brendan, Aye. me and Brendan were on the bus having a full scale discussion about European football. Aye. And then Brendan said, "I need to go now." He just disappeared from the dream, and I couldn't find him again. You know. Aye. Uh, oh. But just quickly, just one last thing. Yeah, Did you see? I, I I don't know if you've seen through the week. There was a Celtics released the the new DVD. No, no, I didn't see that. I didn't it, see that. There's a new DVD. I think it released got released on Thursday, and it was the the making of the double treble. Right. Okay. Right, where they go like sort of behind the scenes and into the dressing room and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And right. Uh, so it was like the kind of the pre- the premiere of this thing with them. Invite- I don't know if they invited people. I take it they did. They invited people and he went and got tickets or whatever it is, and they invited so many fans or into Celtic Park and they put it on in a big screen in one of these big lounges kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So, before it, they had uh, Brendan Rogers, Peter Lawwell, and Scott Brown. Yeah, carrying trophies, they, yeah. They were all sitting, so they brought the three trophies out, sat them down, and then uh, they had like a, a short sort of interview, like, sort of thing with, with Brendan, uh, Peter Lawwell, and Scott Brown. And Brendan Rogers, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, right? And I'm like, ah, Brendan, what have you got on? What are you wearing? He's got this thing, big sheepskin coat. Yeah, he's one. so suave, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what is that all about? It's like Peter, Peter Lowell sitting there with his suit on, Scott Brown's got like a pair of jeans and a yeah. black shirt on, yeah. and Brendan's got this big long coat with big sheepskin thing <laughs> coming over his head and all that. <laughs> You're some man. He's some guy, isn't he? Me and, Mal, me and Mal, I'm walking about trying to find him in my dream, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you you paid for that. You went to you went to that interview with Brendan Rogers with your man, uh, the did. guy from GMTV. Who's his Aye, name? Eamon Holmes. Eamon, Eamon Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, I did. I went to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, just a confession. Was... Confession. I, I never read that book you gave us. Sorry. I've... <laughs> See, well, uh, can I can I get can I make a confession as well? Yeah, I haven't read it. It's lying. It's lying next to my bed. Uh, I've not read it either. Yeah, it went it went next to my bed, and it gets uh, there's loads of comics over it. And I didn't I didn't read it. I'm sorry. I just couldn't bring myself <laughs> to read that book. But uh, the making of the double treble looks good. Oh, watch that. Aye. Maybe we'll do and, it. Uh, another thing I noticed today as well mm-hmm. was that uh, Stuart Armstrong mm-hmm. came on yes. for the last eight minutes Magic. against Man City and uh, <laughs> they got absolutely pumped. Did they? They got beat 6 nothing off of Man City. They were getting beat 5 nothing at the time, I think, and then Armstrong came on. Yeah, well, it looks as if you furthered your career there, Stu. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's got his grandkids. You know what I mean? His grandkids have paid for university schools and stuff like that. He's, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do and just make money. Here's the last question then. If John McGinn's, yeah. if John McGinn's worth so much money, how much is uh, McGregor in that position now? Oh, if John McGinn, if John McGinn's worth £5 million, pound, or £4.5 million, £5 million, pound, McGregor's worth double it. Mm-hmm. Easily. Easily, and that's the annoying thing. Scotland games are coming up; we could really do without them, you know. But I hope Celtic do well on Thursday night. I really do, and I just <clears throat> I'm so glad that they're playing well and they're just doing the business, you know. And 
Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just really good. It's really good. So that was that was that was good fun. I like I like my Yabba Dabba do. Yeah. I like my but I think we yeah, should go, was good. We should watch Jojo again, shouldn't we? I was, I was watching clips Aye. all day. When he meets Lorraine, oh, when he meets Lorraine, actually when he meets when he meets Lorraine, it's really funny because they're walking down and he's talking to a man from Trainspotting, and then Lorraine's Aye, sitting, Basil. Be- yeah, Basil. Lorraine's sitting beside. They're sitting with one of the girls from Stucky beside like a advertisement board behind it. So it's like an old advertisement. They're sitting in front of it and they're, uh-huh. they're just they're drinking a bottle. And Lorraine's escaped obviously from the from the detention centre. And now she's looking to be uh-huh. Mar- Marilyn Monroe. I, 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 you know, I mean, that's Aye. a story. But Robert Carlyle's up. Like, he's just this wee, wee Edinburgh guy, you know what I mean? He's like, he's Jojo, and they're talking about, if I don't make it, if I don't make it in crime by the time I'm 30, you know what I mean? What's the point? No, he's giving all that chat. <laughs> and then, but, so it, but he just stands there and looks at Lorraine. Like, he's gobsmacked. He's just looking at her as if you've changed my Aye. life forever. I just don't think that happens in Edinburgh streets, you know what I mean? No, I, I don't. I just like, he's mes- mesmerised, exactly the same as when I first met Rachel. I just, I, I stared, you know what I mean? Maybe the same when you met Michelle. I just, that look. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's still like, through the scene, he's still looking at her. He can't really talk to her. He's just, but he's this hard-hitting criminal, you know? And he's, and he's Robert Carlyle, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, oh, look, so we looked after Jojo. I think maybe that'll be the, the name of the podcast. And uh, yeah. a privilege. I have to remind everybody that we actually are on... I have reminded everybody I've met in the last two weeks. We actually are on iTunes as well. If you yeah, want to listen to us. And uh, yeah, we're going strong. We're doing well. And uh, yeah, hopefully have a good week. You have a good week, Barry? Same yourself, Paul. Have a good week. Hopefully Thursday night, yeah, uh, yeah. we can get uh, get the European campaign up and running. Yeah, I'd lo- I love us to win. I love us to put in a really good performance, and because uh, it's a wee bit later, the game will be on later as well. So I might look yeah. and see if I get my dad a ticket. Actually, or no, my dad's all got here. Anyway. Right, fantastic, Bertie. Thanks a lot, and thanks for right. everybody for Smashing. listening. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks to the listeners. Right, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye.